Life is full of personal wins. I'm still waiting for mine. Whether it's cleaning your house or getting that dream car, winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling your home and auto. Chrissy, you're always on top of all of this. Well, I am very deficient in some areas, but this is not one of them. I also love how personal State Farm is. I love my State Farm agent, Mike. Shout out to Mike. And guess what? Today, you guys can talk to a State Farm agent to learn how to bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, wait for it, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability amount on discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. Calm Down with Aaron and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to the podcast. Calm Down podcast. We have some questions. I'd like to be on the Calm podcast. Um, There's a lot to discuss in a short amount of time. First thing I would like to discuss. Hello. How are you? I'm fantastic. Good to see you. I did seven days straight of drinking and socializing. And today is my first one that I will not be having a cocktail because this girl needs to dry out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, if you're interested in a dry shampoo, Aaron's looking for a recommendation. (laughs) You would know that if you listen to our pregame conversation, it's 10 minutes before this podcast if you can't handle the full length. But speaking of length, she's still growing a real do. I'm back to shorty swing my way. And one of your seven days included me consuming a copious amount with you as well, which was so much fun. My voice is still hoarse. It is not from the parting. I can't get rid of this situation. This has been going on for a week now. A lot of lozenges, a lot of whatever, but ginger tea, ginger maybe tea. some Flonase. I don't know if this is allergies, hydrate, hot water, and lemon. Oh. That's what I would do, sister. I sat in the steam room for a long time today, hoping that would clear out some situations. So if anyone knows why I would be this horse unrelated to a good time with Aaron, which lasted till I think, was it 5 a.m.? I mean, we're too old for these days Uh, and mornings. Let's get back to it. I had a good seven-day run that started last Sunday and just ended yesterday. We had a couple of things going on. We had our good friend, Go Kangs Go, available on Fanatics and the, actually uh, at the new Crypto. Can you still say Crypto, Staples, whatever, Pro Shop yeah. at Staples Slap Crypto Arena. Jonathan Quick celebrated his, well, played in his 700th game, and I felt like we were back to 2014 where we were drinking every night and partying it up. It was super fun. And then in between nights that I was supposed to have off, We went to a few really good dinners in Los Angeles, so that was nice. But yeah, what a week. You deserve the break. It's the off-season. You're allowed to My liver now deserves a break. Wow. Where do you notice it most? Like at at, at this point, and we can say our age because we're very open about how old we are. Do you notice in the recovery time is harder and like your overall fatigue? Is it like the Sunday, Monday weirds? Like what's the effects that you have from the, the week of drinking? It's so funny you should ask. The effect is clearly on the left side of my mouth. I just break out in really bad acne. And then this is a story. And I actually put a picture of it on Calm Down where it was like a, a drawing. I can't say my R's. A drawing. You can't say your R's? Somebody that... No, I have an R issue. Really? Since when? I've never noticed this. Forever in a day. Don't my say dad. Ryan Rossillo. Where's he at? Ryan Rossillo. How's your tongue? Um, So yeah, like I get the zits, but the problem is don't touch it. Don't touch it. I touch it. It becomes horrible. So Friday night, we came home from another event. What was I doing on Friday? We did something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I just started messing with it on 
Saturday, I woke up and the left side of my lip was swollen and the other side wasn't. Jared's like, that's what you would look like with filler in your lips. So don't ever do it. What a mess. Mm -hmm. It was a time. But then we had a really great night on Saturday. You ended up coming. Our Ryan will love this story. So Jackie Quick, Jonathan Quick's wife, put together a really fun night for all of us uh, to celebrate Jonathan. And you were in town in the area that we were celebrating in. And Jackie Quick is a massive Colin Cowherd fan. And he was in the mood and you brought him and that just made the night. So backstory is, yes, Jack, if you guys have uh, heard us talk about this before. So we have a text chain called Fox Bet. And it's Jackie and I talking about all the different games we're betting on over the weekend. And this is during the NFL season. It's out of the season. It could I be know, basketball. It could be whatever. Aaron, you know, chimes in. I don't know what you guys are talking about. That, you know, whatever. We've, it's it's known that Aaron's just not high. Her acumen isn't high. Her acumen is high on a lot, all things sports, except for the uh, wagering Parlay. portion of the program. She doesn't get it. It's fine. So Jackie is always like, well, Colin, you know, blazing five is this. And like, you know, she's always listening to what Colin says. And so it's been a goal of ours for a while, Aaron and I, is to get them to meet. So Colin was in that same vicinity and I ran into him and I was like, you have got to come over with us to this place. Jackie's there. It'll be a time. And it was. And the guacamole and the margaritas were flowing. And I was wearing a sombrero at some point everything's fine. It was a good night. And finally, so you and I, look, we live like close to each other, but we never are really in town at the same time and whatever. And so we don't hang out as much as we probably want to or should, but maybe our livers would appreciate that. It's why we have to arrange trips with each other so we can get each other in like one place at one time. But it was fun. It was really fun. And it was like, um, you just have such an awesome crew. And that hockey world is... I, like you mentioned, you know, bringing it back to all the days of the Stanley Cup. I can't, I mean, I would have died. I think I went to one of your guys' parties and Oof. those hockey boys and gals know how to do it. Oh, they just tie it on. And it, yeah, it turned out to be a very late event. I think we got to bed at about 4 a.m. Um, yeah, it just, hockey hockey folks are a good time and it was cool for you to come there. You You knew some of them, but then you hadn't met other people and, uh, some people f- were from the 2014 team were there. And so that was really cool because they know you from following me on Instagram. Anze Kopitar said he wants to be on the Calm Down podcast. Okay, Captain, let's go. Cutie, I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was really fun. Um, but yeah, we're paying for it now, but that's okay. That's We yep. have to tie one on every now and then. Um, there is okay. no, like this thing is a hard as a BB, but I've tried to get stuff out of it. And now it's just a raised situation. I don't know when it's going to come to a head or do what it's got to do, but it is what it is. Another thing I wanted to address that kind of goes along. It's a good segue with this party. You got to meet another girlfriend of ours whose husband used to play here in LA. Now she's in Calgary, but she's actually here for the time being because she has a house here. She's fabulous. Her name is Britt Lucic, Milan Lucic's wife. Like I said, they play for the Calgary Flames. But one thing about Britt is if you hang out with her, she's got a lot of great qualities about her. She's a super fun time. The party doesn't end. She's really, really positive. But this chick smells fan-freaking-tastic. You always smell fantastic, Carissa, but Britt always smells really, really good. And after hanging out with her all week, I've got some jackets that she's either rubbed up on or she just starts spraying everybody that Mm -hmm. it's so, like, God, she smells so great. So with that said, conversation about perfume. 
Yes. We went uh, shopping yesterday for a little bit, and I found a perfume that one of my girlfriends, Ashley Phipps, wears, and I've always smell it every single summer I'm with her um, for a time in Montana, and I was like, that's it. I'm getting it. I got it. I sprayed it upstairs when I was up there earlier. I sprayed it downstairs. I smell like her, but there is something about what is getting the perfume? a new scent. Um, it's, I don't know. It's like, it's not Buzz Santel kill. 26, it's Santel 19. It's a Lalabo perfume though? Yeah, yeah. Okay, because there's I, one just, Lalabo I can't smell ever again. It's like I'm on Abbott Kinney oh. and I'm asphyxiated and it's every girl that's 24 wears I it. I hope and it's I can't not he- this one. No, if it is, I'll tell you. It It's, it's you know the one. This can't be the one because I feel like Ashley It's not Santel like, 26, is it? Enough with the, the 26, divide by two. Yeah. It, this is the 19. This is 19. Mm. Okay, perfect. Okay, yeah, then I'd be in on that. 26, everybody's got the candle. Everybody's got the perfume. I get it. But there is something about a new scent, yeah, whether yeah, it's yeah. deodorant, uh-huh. lotion. I mean, it changes your vibe. I feel fresher. So you know, you and I both have a real phobia of like having bad breath. Like I, I always need to smell good. So I'm always carrying a perfume like in my bag, like the portable ones. Sometimes yeah. I get too excited and it's it's like I'm now working at the Nordstrom's counter and it's yeah. too much spray and not everyone needs all of that. Like bring it down a notch. But I would rather have that than be like, dude, that chick stinks. So I'm excited for your new smell. I can't wait to, you know, get a waft of it. We've talked about it before on this Wafting. podcast about the application yep. of the perfume. Um, okay, good. I'm excited for you. There is another perfume that's very expensive, which is why I probably haven't purchased it. And I have to get the name of it. It has like some, um, fuck, I'm going to, I'm not even going to get it right. They like only sell it at Bergdorf's or something like that. And I've been wanting it for a while, probably because I forgot the name, which is why I haven't purchased it. But as soon as I do, I'll let you guys know. I was doing a bit. I put it up on the Calm Down Podcast IG, and I couldn't believe how many comments were left on this. Ken was over. My sister was over. Mm. And we were talking about old Victoria's Secret scents. You could get the little packs. Tranquil breezes. Pear. Um, So many people wrote pear. And then there was Mm -hmm. one that everybody talked about. Sweet dreams or something. But people started writing in what are old scents that they went to. Someone wrote me and said, Baby Soft. Do you remember Baby Soft? It wasn't Victoria's Secret. It was one you could get like a Walgreens. It was unreal. Baby Soft. And then I think Paris Hilton came out with one that was like similar to it. It was like a cotton candy smell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was a big... CK1 gal. Um, oh, yeah. A cool water. If any guy yes. wore cool water, I was like, he's so hot. Like, Ooh, that was hot. a big one. Sophisticated. Um, yeah. What else did I wear a lot? Oh, oh, Angel. Did you ever wear Angel? It was in a blue star Who bottle. Who did that? Oh, my God. This was a thing. And it was very potent. And like to this day, if, if someone walks by and they're wearing it, I'm like, ooh, angel. It is. Remember when Jessica Simpson did like her like even like lip glosses and makeup you could eat? Remember that? It like tasted no. like frosting. I feel like that was back. She's always ahead of her time, too. that gal. God, she's yeah. great. But scents are so important. Scents are also really bad because if you've had an ex-boyfriend or anything that has the smell and it will bring you right back to a moment, you're like, ooh, I can't have that. Smells yeah. are very, very important. Abercrombie was so hot back in the day because oh, it totally yeah. reminded me of like, 
all the hot boys at my school that didn't yep. like me, but they were all just friends with Stupid. me because I like to talk sports. Oh, so hot. How about the guys with no shirts standing in the entrance? And it's like, yes. talk about being asphyxiated. You're like, ah, ah, I'm just looking for a flannel. Like you couldn't get away mm-hmm. from that smell. My and goodness. And my mom wouldn't let me shop there. It was so expensive. She's like, how it about was American so Eagle? <laughs> didn't you work there? Oh, I did. Yeah. For a hot Speaking second. Speaking of... Hey, rem- go. Are you going to tell my dad? That story? No, but I'll tell you <laughs> which story. Remember at the Pat Summerall Award, oh, we didn't shit. discuss oh, this. Shit. My dad <laughs> went through your bio <laughs> at the end of it. Tell that so, story. Erin's getting the Pat Summerall Award, which she's the first female recipient to ever get it. She's with the likes of John Madden. And I mean, so, so many people have won this incredible award. So we're uh, and being honored by St. Jude, which in and of itself was incredible. So we're afterwards, after the award ceremony is over, we go to dinner and Steve, Aaron's dad, who's just as sweet as can be, he's taking the time to look through the pamphlet that they had you know, had distributed to everyone. And he's like reading. And all of a sudden he goes, Cheesecake Factory. Chris, you worked at Cheesecake Factory? And I'm like, and he's like, Starbucks? You worked at Starbucks? And then he's like, you were a nanny? And I'm like, what are we reading, Steve? And he turns it over. And my bio was like 17 pages. And first of all, I'm like, who the fuck submitted that? And also, who cares what I did when I was 11 years old? But it was like listed every single job I've ever had, which I've had a lot of randy, random jobs. But he was so cute because he was like so interested. He's like, well, I didn't know that about you, that you worked Cheesecake at Ola Mendy's Mexican restaurant. I'm like, oh my God, I've had so many jobs. Oh my goodness. That hurts my face. It was, and oh, he was yeah. so genuine about it. And Jared goes, Aaron's husband's like, you worked at Cheesecake Factory? I'm like, oh, fuck. It's like, <laughs> literally, this is so embarrassing. And also, who's submitting that bio? Lo and behold, it was on the Fox Sports website. I'm like, we've got to do an edit. This is desperate times. Most it people hurts. are like, my first job in TV was at this station. And I'm like, cheesecake. Um, <laughs> yeah, anyways, that was funny. No, I was going to say your mom, Paula cutie that over on the pregame uh which is 10 minutes of you know where we dabble and talk about a few things over there if you guys haven't participated please do and then we continue the stories over here so we were just talking about on the pregame when i was how we got into or how our where our love of football came both of us have a love of the game because of our fathers so i used to go to my dad's flag football games and i would bring my little briefcase and he's like just sit right here on the stand so i can see you at all times and i would like lay out all my paperwork and pretend i was doing business and you know like those carbon copy things where it was like receipts where it was like oh, a pink yeah a yellow I and loved white. Those. my grandpa bought me this little book so and i was official. like so cute i was like okay there's your receipt and i was like having like make-believe friends that were stuffed animals like in the stands with me so that was a game I loved to play. Then Erin just made us all privy to a little game she liked to play. Please elaborate. Go. It was called Sue the Waitress. I was Sue and I was your waitress. Not litigious and Sue. I would... She wasn't suing the waitress. Her name was no, Sue. No, no, no. <laughs> I didn't know anything about a deposition at that point. Now I'm fully aware. Um, no, as I was Sue the Waitress. And as my mom would do like chores around the house, I would follow her also with a pad and take her order. And then I would smoke on the side Crayola crayons as my cigarettes. And it was just so happened. Sue, the waitress, AKA me had three kids. One of them was named cigarette. The other one was named tractor. And the other one was fondly known as blanket blanket. I didn't know you lived in a trailer. I'm excited about this. (laughs) 
Michael back. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Now Michael Jackson used that and named one of his kids Blanket. But yeah, oh, that shit. was, uh, I would address my mother by her first name and <laughs> talk to her about my three kids. And uh, it was a time. How old were you when you were playing Sue the Waitress and your child's name was Cigarette? We were living in Maine. So uh, we moved from Maine when I was, God, in kindergarten. That's adorable. So I was kind of that age. Oh, yeah. What a gal. What a gal. It made me think of all the games, first of all, and also you smoking crayons as heaters. I used to love to save up my money and go to the candy store. Uh, it was Sweet Factory, for those of you that don't know. And the fake six, uh-huh. Now, it's like, you can't do anything. They wouldn't sell those to kids. And no. Be like, oh, we're promoting smoking. It's like, no, just tell your parents to do a better job. Right. So now, uh, other games I'd like to play was, I also had adoption agency. I would line oh. up all my stuffed animals. Mm -hmm. That's nice. And so me and my friend Amy, we do adoption agency. And like, you could, you know, obviously adopt a panda or whatnot. I also... Um, play I always wanted to have which is now completely the opposite of me a wedding like a, a big elaborate wedding so I used to save up my allowance and buy the brides magazines this was oh, when I was like 10 years old okay and in the brides magazines they would have like these little flyer things you could send away and get like a sample invitation or a sample napkin or you know a little match holder or whatever so I would do this all the time and I had like a collection of all of these things. And so I'd play wedding planner and I'm like, oh, are you interested in this font? Are you interested in this paper and this napkin? Oh, yeah. I love to make believe. It got creepy when I was still playing with Barbies up until I was like 16 years old. My mom sent me a picture the other day and I was like, that is me going off to college playing Barbies. So you should have told me at some point. I loved Barbies. Kendra and I were loved. all about Barbies. We were, we had the house, we had the Corvette, we had the pool. Of course. We had Skipper, we had Kent. It was great. Oh, yeah. I always loved the tropical Barbie. My sister had Miko, the, the black haired one. I, I had the long blonde hair one. Oh, God. Peaches and cream Barbie. I loved all the Barbies. Yeah. I would give the Barbies haircuts. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it'd always go wrong. <laughs> go wrong or then bangs would get involved yeah speaking of bangs how many times in your youth did you cut your own bangs she bangs so unfortunately <laughs> you know the god one. <laughs> i grew up with all the bangs mm -hmm. i had bangs all through college like up to college wow for some reason Dazzlers? i had bangs and i'll be honest aaron and kendra had sideburns don't worry. What? Check out the Calm Down podcast IG later this no. week. Yeah, I really struggled in the haircut department. And then finally at the University of Florida, I was like, I'm going to grow these things out. This isn't helping anyone. I mean, I did the bangs <laughs> where they were blunt. I did the bangs where they were curled under. And I had the curling iron burn on of my head. Of course, you get I that three-inch barrel. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. All the barrels. But yeah, I had a thick, thick freaking bang and i had these wing sideburns that i just couldn't get past oh my gosh and then I not did. to mention i had the ear that stuck out with the sideburn i mean it was all happening we wonder why it took a while for me to get a serious boyfriend you're ridiculous <laughs> you're so ridiculous but i do remember that um the curling iron where you'd go like this can you hear these dogs barking i can yep daisy move um oh, cute, cute, cute. okay so the bangs, this move, I still have bangs from the chemical cut, probably because I'm I'm uh, doing too much hair washing. But then you get forced into having the bangs. Or I used to cut bangs when I would have forehead acne because then I was so embarrassed. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck, now I got to cut bangs because there's like a whole situation up here that's like a topography. We've got the Appalachian Mountain. Is it Appalachian? 
Appalachian State. Appalachian? Appalachian? Sure. I don't know. Gold, they beat gold Michigan. Wolverines. We all know the name. The game. <clears throat> yeah, so that was funny. The things we do when you were younger. Bangs, playing with Barbies, all the stuff. Oh, I miss yeah. being a kid. I had a thing today. I was on the phone where I had to log into this retirement account thing I have because I'm trying to be, you know, responsible. And then Imagine I forgot that. what the fucking I username ID was. And now we're yeah. resetting. And now we're on the phone having to answer a questionnaire like what street did you grow up on in third grade? And I'm like, I don't remember what street I was on yesterday. And they're like, that that answer's wrong. You've now been locked out for an hour. So now we're having to wait. And I'm like, I'm over being an adult. Over it. I miss being a kid. I know. But clearly being a kid today is hard. I mean, listening to all my friends that have, well, all my friends have kids, um, just talking about like the bullying, so pressure. Yeah. I mean, pressure with social media now is so hard. Mm. And to try to deal with that when you're just getting your period and hormones yeah. and girls are dicks and guys are mean. Jesus, it does not sound fun at all. I mean, bullying is so real. What parents have to navigate through, it's just awful yeah and yeah. well and think about it this we, went downhill we, fast no um i actually <laughs> we should revisit this i got a couple of texts from people last week and they're like wow your guys's podcast was so sad and i was I like know, oh, sorry <laughs> we were just going through stuff but we're on the other side of it now no yeah. it is it's it is i i don't envy being a child in today's social media no. age at all no. and like the, the pressures remember we we would have like if you looked at a cosmopolitan magazine there was like an uproar of like oh it's yeah you know unachievable bodies or whatever on the front of magazine or airbrushing and that kind of stuff now unachievable magazine now it's like pick up your phone and you're compared to everybody but what was the magazine growing up was it teen where it was like teen the question and answers and it was like period questions or like oh. if you're kissing a guy when's the perfect time to French kiss him. Like, that was so scandalous. I still have that question. No, <laughs> I get it. Get it. But I'm just saying, like, those are like the, the like, super, like, ooh, mm -hmm. this is so hot and like dramatic to look at. Now it's like what kids have to deal with. I mean, the stuff they know about at such a young age is crazy. Did you talk to your parents about questions that you had, whether it was like boys or like a period or any of that kind of stuff? Or did you talk to your friends about it? My parents are a real open book. That's why I yeah. think, well, it's funny. I mean, I basically grew up a square. Jesse Palmer called me that in college. He's like, you're a square EA. And I was, I just grew up in a family no, that was you're a so good girl. close. Every, well, yeah, but square, square, you're a square. <laughs> no, I was. I just grew up in a house where like the four of us were super tight. It was never like a big deal to ask my parents anything, but we didn't. I barely drank in high school. I mean, I remember, mm -hmm. ooh, I like had some, I don't know, like grade A nasty ass alcohol and I chased it with an Oreo cookie one crazy night at a girlfriend's house, like ooh. spending the night. But my life growing up was so different. I mean, I might as well have been like part of a cult. I was so square, but it wasn't by choice. It was just I never wanted to disappoint my parents. I went to dance yeah. every weekend. My mom, how she would reprimand us is like, if you get in a fight with me or you get in a fight with your sister or your dad, you're not going to dance. And that was so sad. Like, and she would make us call up our dance teacher, Miss Teresa, and say, I can't come to dance. I got in a fight with my mom. Like, that was suicidal. Horrific. Yeah. Uh, I was I was just so terrified of my father. Mm -hmm. uh, in, in a good way, right? I mean, he's also the person that like I wanted to be around every minute of my life. But my dad, and to this day, 
There was, all my dad had to do was this, a snap. Whoa. And if he snapped, we we're all like, our, our neck snapped, looking over of like, oh my God, oh my God, we're in trouble. He had no, my, we got one warning. And then after that, it was, you're, you're in trouble. And my dad's version of trouble was like, scarred me for life so bad that I did not want to be naughty at all. Like I was really yeah. good in high school. I think we've talked about like, I didn't drink in high school. Like I didn't, I remember a girlfriend of ours was like, oh, I snuck some beer. We were going to an 18 and over club. It was called Club Broadway. And it was up in like towards the uh, Canadian border where you could drink when you were 18. And she's like, I snuck some alcohol. And we got in the car, not driving. I got in the car and sh- and we were like, Annie, these, this is O'Doul's. It's non-alcoholic. She's like, oh, it is. I'm like, yeah, you just stole non-alcoholic beer. So that's going to get us nowhere. But yeah. that was like the most rebellious thing we were doing. So yeah, my, and even in college, I didn't start drinking a lot until like my junior year in college. Cause I transferred up to Santa Barbara cause I had to go to community college for the first two years. Anyone that is in the state of California, I highly suggest go to community college for the first two years, get your residency. It is lonely and it is sad because all your friends are at a university. And I like felt oh. like such a loser. I was going to school at night working at Starbucks, as Steve knows, during the day. Great. But in your bio. Once, I, once I transferred up to Santa Barbara, I was like, oh, shit. Like, I couldn't have been there four years. I would have died. Yeah. I, I, just blown away. My first party at UF when I made the sorority, when I made Zeta, we went to the Pike House, and girls were, like, sticking their faces. Ah, I know what you think I'm going to say. No, at the bottom end of, of an ice luge, and they're playing Sister Hazel, and I was like, this What's is that? Crazy shit. Uh, they're a band from Gainesville. Finally, I figured out, oh. but it took a long, long time. They oh, were okay. on the Goo Goo uh-huh. Dolls radio yesterday. Um, oh, but I just was like, this is so serious. And I had a hard time with that my first semester at Florida. I remember telling my mom and dad, people are not like me. They're not a square. I was a square. Oh my God. Square, square. You're a square. Would people do that? No, I just do it to myself. I really was. But I even think about the friends that I hung out with. We were all the same. All we cared about was Michael Jordan and, like, just basketball. It was so—like, that's all we cared about. The girls that didn't have dance on Saturday's competition team, they were the ones that were making out on Friday night at Regency Center AMC. They're the ones that were French kissing and not me. Ooh, French kissing. (laughs) I wanted to be able to go to competition class, so then I was the, the square. Oh my God. What a time. Yeah. I was trying to think it was. Like, so. They're all the girls. No, I'll be quiet. Whoops. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, would be nice. Hey, uh, for those of you that don't care about our college stories, but care about our day jobs covering football, hey, what a fucking week this was. Holy what hell. Have we ever seen week? a... Qu- well, the quarterback carousel thing. So last time we were on here, we we're talking about yeah. Brady. And then we we're talking about Carson Wentz going to Washington and Russell going to Denver. And now we've got Deshaun's in Cleveland. Matt Ryan's going Matty to the Ice. Colts. Like there's Robert Woods is in Tennessee. Julio Jones. No. Is not, I mean, all things are happening. Selfishly, a- I want Baker to go to Seattle. You're a Seattle girl. What would you think of that? I need Baker to come to the NFC because the NFC is losing players fast. Yes, I am. Oh, oh, Devonte <laughs> yes. to the Raiders. Speaking Devante. of losing people from the mm-hmm. NFC, I know. I know that one. You and I jumped on the phone in two seconds with each other because I was like, Wah! I was shocked by that. You were not. No, I, I'm not saying I wasn't shocked about it. I think what I said was you said, "What's Aaron thinking?" And I was like, "There's no way Aaron didn't know about this." Shocker, Aaron hasn't commented on it yet. I feel like he. Well, 
Tuesday, Pat McAfee. I don't know if he's doing that, but um, yeah, you haven't heard anything from Aaron on it, but yeah, it was a bummer. Yeah. Colin was, had was, an interesting take on that today, huh? I was kind of dialed into that. What I didn't hear him. What did he say? He just kind of said, we brought up the fact that Devontae didn't thank Aaron in his Instagram post, but I feel like a lot of times, I mean, that, I don't know, maybe it's just nitpicking. I feel like that Instagram thing is a very broad thing. Like, I don't feel like you have to thank everyone. What is your take on that? Well, that it's an was, interesting point. Yes, and that it was brought up when Brady made his, what was then seemingly his retirement, you know, uh, post and never thanked the Patriots. Well, again, people said if he was retiring, he would have thanked the Patriots. Yeah. Right. So, um, again, and as somebody who has in, whether it's in relationships or whether it's in friendship, like gotten into fights over stupid Instagram bullshit of like reading into things of who's following, who's saying what, who commented, you were there. Like, I'm just like, I don't want to read into anything unless you like actually know the story. It's just truth key. You know, everyone's got their own reasons for things and far be it for me to make assumptions on it. Um, No, I think I just like I like parody. This is why the NFL is also the freaking best league out there is because with the salary cap and like it makes it interesting and things you have to. There is always going to be parody in the NFL and some other leagues, baseball. That's not always the case. Um, So the rich just get richer. Don't you think the Cowboys have been weirdly quiet in free agency? Even with Leal, like, Collin, uh, Leal, I Leal Collins. Leal, Leal Collins. Um, yeah, I'm, what are we going to do over there? I don't know what's happening. Why are we so quiet? What's going on? I mean, the only thing you heard was about Randy Gregory. But um, yeah, that was really, really, we're, all, we're very hush-hush over there. I was saying to Jared, it's like, I feel like the only buzz right now is like Tom, Aaron, Matthew. And I was like, you forget, hello, Dallas Cowboys, the end-all mm-hmm. be-all. But everything is Real quiet, which then just sets up the draft, which they're like yeah. the masters drafting. Um, I I don't know. I just like it. I like the action. It keeps us all interested, no matter what time of the year it is. In every football. day, so every day. I like Maddie Ice to Indy. I do. I'm happy for mm-hmm. him. I know that's probably a bummer. 14 years somewhere, but it's kind of a fresh start. It's like wearing you know a new perfume. Try it on. Uh, he looks good in the blue. Love Sarah. Look, good luck to them. Yep. Hate that they're leaving the NFC again. But shoot, we did a game of theirs last year against, yeah, the Patriots. He just got his ass handed to yeah. him. His offensive line was non-existent. You just, you just like saw him continue to get hit, get up, mm-hmm. hit, get up. And you're like, oh, this poor guy. Yeah, go give him a fresh start. Like, that's yeah. great. And stay Jonathan upright. Taylor, Joe Burrow hopefully will it. stay upright a little bit more, too, with the moves that they're making over there to yep. shore up their offensive line, similar to, like, what Kansas City did last year. Oh, speaking of Juju to Kansas City, I mean, there's just I activity all over the yeah. place. Um, Aaron, I love you. I can't wait for our uh, detox week, and then we'll get back at it again because life is short. Yeah, I agree. I'd like to bring this point up, and if anybody wants to DM us about this, Please let me know. One of the topics I'm going to bring up next week is that Carissa gave us a lime tree to plant. We planted it. We've had it for about two years. There are no limes on it. Are lime trees supposed to go in direct sunlight? I'll leave you with that. Everybody have a fantastic week. I will put up She Bangs pictures on our IG page. I love it. You guys send all your questions. We will read them, if not on this, over on the pregame. We appreciate you. Love you. And somebody get me a lozenger. 
Calm Down with Aaron and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.